You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. It's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. decide to come here. It was the FBI raid. I thought that was the biggest abridgment to the First Amendment, maybe the history of this country. You chose this place right. because federal agents put me in handcuffs. Yeah. Very counterintuitive. Here's, here's an organization actually trying to tell the truth. In the first five days of working in this company, I had more conversations about ethical journalism than I did probably in the last 10 years of my career. You've gone from CNN. Look, the, the reality is I was there for 25 years, there for half my life. I gave blood, sweat, and tears to that company. I love the people there. But it got to a point where how it was being translated on our air wasn't what CNN was meant to be. Patrick, you've gone from CNN, field operations manager for the Washington, D.C. Bureau at CNN. Correct. And you have accepted a position as executive producer at Project Veritas. That is correct. And people might find that interesting. Yeah, I mean, look, the, the reality is I was there for 25 years, there for half my life. Um, I gave blood, sweat, and tears to that company. I love the company. Um, I, I, there's, you know, I love the people there. I still do. Um, there are some amazing journalists. I still work there, people, both you know, in the office and, and out in the field, especially. But it got to a point where what we were doing, it seemed like out in the field and gathering news, just how it was being translated on our air, wasn't, wasn't what um, CNN was meant to be. Let's, let's go back to, to day one. I started in 95. Uh, and my first job out of there was with uh, Bernard Shaw, um, who was the voice of the first Gulf War. I mean, when the White House called all the journalists in Baghdad and, and told everyone to get out, CNN, that, that team, was very brave of them, said, we're not, we're not going. And to me, 
um, being in journalism school at the time and witnessing all this. That's where I want to work. I want to work for CNN. I want to work for the Washington Bureau of CNN. Hmm. I want to work for Bernard Shaw. So back in the day, CNN had a bunch of no-name anchors. We had a bunch of no-name talent. We would go out and cover footage from around the world. We'd go into war zones and everything and tell the news and let the video play hmm. and let the people at home decide for themselves. What were your duties in the, of the last 10 years that you worked there? For the Washington Bureau, it is overseeing everything that takes place outside of the Bureau. So it's the White House, it's Capitol Hill, it's the Pentagon, it's the State Department. I don't know the numbers off the top of my head, but I've probably over the years set up or helped plan thousands of congressional hearings, what, 25 State of the Unions, multiple inaugurations that I oversaw. My job was to make the President of the United States look as good as I possibly could, and I did. Ladies and gentlemen, that right there, what you just saw, in that cold open this morning was one of the ways that we need to continue to get rid of the corrupt media in this country. Look, we don't win unless we cleanse A, our politicians, B, our media, and C, our very, very out of control uh, big tech companies that have a stranglehold on what you say, what I say, what President Trump says, soon to be no longer. Fact of the matter is, folks, as long as they control the information in this country through big tech and through fake news media, we will never, ever truly win. Now, I know there's a lot of people saying, I don't know if I trust this. James O'Keefe better be careful. Project Veritas, better be careful. He could be a plant in there to take uh, Project Veritas down. I will tell you this. From my very brief, in in the grand scheme of things, through my very brief conversations that I've had with James O'Keefe, I can tell you that he is a man who would make 1,000% sure of every consequence of his decision and then make the best calculated decision based on the risk and I can guarantee you that the risk of this guy coming to Project Veritas is far greater for CNN than it is for James O'Keefe and Project Veritas because this guy came to Project Veritas for one reason and one reason only and that is to take down fake news and paid off talking head puppet journalists who make up the big tech and big media today. If we're going to outsmart and eventually filter out and take down these cancers that exist in our country, we're going to need people that have inside information. That is what Project Veritas has been built on. Inside information, whistleblowing, coming out and letting Project Veritas and others know what's going on. This is the ultimate whistleblower. This is a guy who had an executive position there, and he was there for 25 years. He knows the ins, the outs, the shortcuts. Every way CNN works, he knows. So this was a bold and great move by, uh, by James O'Keefe. Very bold. I will admit, it, it, there is a risk to it. But it's very bold, and it's what we need in order to finally win in this country. Because without it, we don't win. Folks, you are locked and loaded right here on Live from America. I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, 
Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you from the live, free, or die frozen tundra today, Granite State of New Hampshire. It is an honor and a blessing to be here with you every day. Today is Friday, February 25th, year of our Lord, 2022, and we've got a lot to get through today. Now, normally we save what I'm about to do towards, you know, for a little bit later into the show. But we got to go ahead and do it, folks. We got to go ahead and give the Smarty Award of the day because I think what James O'Keefe just did is probably one of the smartest moves he has ever made. So let's go ahead and cue that, please. James O'Keefe and Project Veritas, you get the Smarty Award of the day because there's nobody else single-handedly out there uh, taking down corruption like you guys. There's no organization out there that is, their, their entire existence is to prove all of the evil and the corruption that goes on in this world and do it with real journalism and real integrity. So big shout out to James O'Keefe. They get the Smarty Award of the day. Today, ladies and gentlemen, please do me the ever so kind favor of getting this video out to as many people as possible. And we really like it when you share it to the places that I am completely banned from for life, like Facebook. Let's give a few shout outs here this morning, okay? Let's go to Rumble, ladies and gentlemen. And if you are not following me on Rumble, please Go to my social media or go to uh, jeremyherald.com and you can click a link right from the front page and you can uh, link yourself right over there. So let's just say hello to Terry. Terry Sue, good morning. God bless you. Good to see you. Mark Anthony, thank you very much. I appreciate that. I appreciate you joining in today. Wendy, good to see you. Good morning. Farrell, how are you doing? Thank you for joining in. Russ Brizendine is also watching the show. Becky from Oklahoma says, she's, says, I love your show. Well, I love you for actually tuning into the show and loving the show. Big shout out to my producer who's been doing a heck of a job here since he's uh, come on, come aboard. He's really done a lot. Eddie and Joanna from Kentucky, good to see you. Thank you very much. Greg, thank you so very much for the rumble rant uh, for our producer. I really appreciate that. Cheryl from Michigan, God bless you. Thank you so very much. And Brad Burgess. From Utah, now let's jump over real quick, if we can, to see Getter, the Jeremy Harrell Getter page. We've got Silver Wolf watching over there. Wendy R., Chuck Lee Berries, Bev1958 is watching. Rhonda, good to see you. Katie63 is watching live from America today. Uh, Thank you so much. Keith Day says, I never miss a show. That's dedication right there. Never misses a show and never misses a chance to share the video out because sharing is Karen. Vicky Vale. Sharing is Karen? No, sharing is caring. Excuse me. Got Karen on the mind because a Karen fan yesterday. Cecil 59 and one more here. Let's give it to Go Blue 1974, except I would say let's go red. But I'm sure that you have an actual reason for saying Go Blue. Let's go right to the newsletter of the day, folks, because it was a good one this morning. Short but good. And it reads, do you use GPS for your directions? Do you use GPS for your directions? Verse of the day, Proverbs 3, 6 reads, Seek his will in all that you do, and he will show you which path to take. Now, we hear something similar to this uh, verse that I just read to you throughout the Bible. Trust in him. 
Let him light your path. Don't rely on your own understanding. However you say it, the meaning remains the same. Now, there are people who just don't know how to do that, no matter how many times they read a different variation of the same advice. So think of it this way for all those out there who are having a hard time just letting their decision-making go and giving it all over to God. Think of it this way. Have you ever used MapQuest? Have you ever used a GPS in order to direct you to your destination? And I would assume that most of you that are watching, regardless of your age, will say that you have used MapQuest or a GPS to get you to your destination. So what are you doing when you decide to use GPS or MapQuest or something like that as a guide? Well, you're putting trust and faith in a man-made device that was designed to get you to your desired location. Now, why would you trust something that was made by man, but not something that was designed by God? It's a good question, right? I know it's not easy because the concept of God is very difficult at first when you first make that walk into Christianity. I get it. But once you learn how to trust the design that God made and have faith that his directions are 100% solid and trustworthy, then your whole life will change. You will be much more content and happy. Worry will leave your mind for the most part. You will stop nitpicking every little facet of your life and you will sleep better at night. So let God be your GPS. Trust his path. It will never reroute you to, from your desired destination. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. And now it's time as a congregation, as a fellowship, folks, let's say the Lord's Prayer together. Let's lift his voice up above all other, or let's lift his name above all other names. And let's lift our voices in gratitude and thanks to him for giving us mercy and grace. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. The Lord's Prayer, prayer in general, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, oh, we don't want to lose those. There we go. Prayer in general, excuse me, prayer in general is so very important, and we need the world to understand how important prayer is. Prayer can do so much for you in your life, and we constantly need to be in touch with God every day, all day, if we really want that joy that we speak of. Here on Live from America, it is the theme for this year, 2022, joy. There's even a shirt on JeremyHerald.com that says that. We will be right back with more Live from America right after this. Stay tuned. All right, folks. Yes, we are doing commercial breaks this morning because this is our Friday to only have one show. 
So I thank you very much for joining in. It looks like the uh, the donations are coming in for God's GPS upgrade. Well, thank you. You can't beat God ever. I appreciate that hundred dollar donation, you guys. And for those who also have donated the ten, the five, or twenty five, and the fifty, I see. God bless you, folks. It every bit of it goes to further the reach of life from America. Scotty, good morning, my brother. Good to see you, my friend. Arizona and Karen fan story has made me so mad. It's time for Patriots to go. No, I get you. I get you. I get you. But I will say, last night I got a message from a very, very dear friend of ours here on Live from America, Rosa from Wisconsin. And it's really nice when I get a text message or an email or something from you guys um, that really bring me back to center because I know that you see how frustrated I get in this job. I know you hear how frustrated I get doing this job finding all of the evil out there in the world and seeming that we get no justice for that evil. I understand that and I feel the same way you guys do every day. So it's my job to encourage you to see the positive things that are happening, to see the glass half full. And it seems to be now your guy's job to do the same thing to me. We need to rely on each other because we are all the body of Christ. We need to rely on each other as we rely on God. It's the only surefire way, folks, that we're going to be able to get through this with a level head, and it's the only surefire way that we're going to be able to get through this and win. That's the most important thing. And what do I mean by win? I mean just get a little bit of, ju- of, uh, of justice for the evil doing that's happening all over this country. But, uh, folks, I, I'll have to say this a billion times, you guys. Jeremy, is there still space to add my business to your page? Of course, it's endless. You can have as much as you want on there. I will say this, you guys. The first thing that we need to do as a country is we need to stop the the senseless killing of babies. And and that is the only way. By stopping the senseless killing of our babies, will God allow us to win again? That is so very important. Now, a lot of people say, well, that's not as important to me as fixing the election, or that's not as important to me as draining the swamp. But you have to understand that we won't get to fix the election. We won't get to drain the swamp unless we as a country, as a whole, or at least a good majority of us with a loud voice, make sure that we stop the senseless killing of babies. It is so intricate to the blessings that God bestows upon our country. We have to understand that. And if we don't understand that, then we will never, ever get to where we want to be. I can promise you that. We've got to stop killing our babies. Our babies are one of the biggest blessings that God gives us. And we spit in his face and we slap his face every single time we senselessly murder another baby. It brings tears to my eyes thinking about it. And I who has been a part of it, I feel like I'm a good ambassador and a good mouthpiece to get out there and let people know how wrong and how cruel and how evil this really is. Can you stand with me? Will you stand with me? We need to make that a priority. We need to make that a priority, folks. Let's get back to the show because I don't want to leave you guys waiting. We got a lot to get through. Please, please share, share, share. Here we go. Welcome back to Real America's Voice News. This is live from America, guys, and you are locked and loaded here with literally the greatest audience of all time because they're not just an audience. They're family. They created Real America's Voice News. They created Live from America because the people wanted a place to go for real news. 
Now, you can watch live from America on multiple different platforms, including digital TV like Roku and Firestick. You can also go to JeremyHarrell.com, and you can listen to it on iHeartRadio and many other podcast platforms. And for Real America's Voice News, there's even more options as you've got Pluto, you've got Samsung TV, Apple TV, Android TV, Dish Network, the list goes on and on. We're on a takeover of information here in this country, and I'm glad to be a part of it. Let's move to the first and foremost section, but before we do, please lift your cups up and let's have our first slurp of the day. Actually, it's about my 50th slurp of the day. But I digress. A lot of people say, you need to go to, to decaf. You know what? I don't even put sugar in my coffee, by the way. I don't put sugar in my coffee. This is just a natural 100 mile an hour that I, <laughs> that I am. Here we go. The first and foremost section, the left is spreading the narrative right now, currently all over the place, that Republicans are siding with the dictator, Vladimir Putin, over our own president. And I put that in quotes because we know he's illegitimate. Uh, Joe Biden. And it's their way of continuing the January 6th narrative that everybody who does not believe that Joe Biden is a legitimate president and everybody who supports President Donald J. Trump is a terrorist. It's only a talking point right now to say that we support Putin over Biden. It is only a talking point to put further validation behind the January 6th unselect committee. But in reality, folks, it's that we don't want to get behind and we will not get behind, and I've said this for three days now, a lying, cheating commie who stole the election and won't admit it and won't even allow the, the, uh, the information, the evidence and the proof to go to court because they know damn well that when that information gets out to the public, It's over with for them, okay? Now, and it's also because we know how deep the corruption is in our nation's capital. We know how deep the swamp goes. It's because the ruling class, the ruling class is far greater of a threat to the American people than Russia is. And if you don't understand that, then you have not been paying attention at all over the last five years. There's no gentle way to say it, folks. There's no cookie-cutter, cream-puff, rainbow, unicorn way of saying it. But the truth is that a lot of us right here who are watching this show and around the world hate our elite, corrupted, elected officials far more than we hate a foreign dictator. Let's get into it. Russian president. Vladimir Putin ordered the invasion of Ukraine and he'd been fixing on this for quite some time, which we already know. Most of the world knew it was coming. And now I believe that Biden knew exactly when it was going to happen and did nothing to prevent it, but say, you better watch out. We're going to impose some sanctions on you. Do you think sanctions are really at the forefront of Vladimir Putin's thought process when this, when it comes to this? No. Vladimir Putin wants the entire region, that Crimea region. That's the gold nugget for him. That's the grand jewel for him. He wants the Soviet Union back. He believes that Nazism and the NATO uh, group, which the United States belongs to, is the real dictators and is the real Nazis. That is what he believes. 
By nightfall, their advancement, their advanced forces, I should say, had reached the capital city of Kiev, which might even fall today, which might even fall as soon as today, and the situation looked more dire as the time went on. Now, they're shocked, ladies and gentlemen, that we would actually say that we, tr- that we uh, feel the same way about Biden as we do Vladimir Putin. They can't understand that. They don't understand why. They think that's treason. That's what they're saying. They're shocked, and they're calling us treasonous because we're not um, putting all of the blame on Putin because we know where the blame lies. The blame lies in all of the world elite leaders belonging to NATO, belonging to the United Nations, belonging to the EU. The blame belongs to all of them because we the people are the ones that suffer. We the people are the ones that suffer. Why, they wonder, haven't the American conservatives flocked to their racist flag singing national anthem? There's no general way to say it. We started that in the beginning. But the truth is, a lot of us just cannot stand these lying, cheating, warmongering um, elected officials in our country. And that's just the way it is. That's just the way it is. And they're going to try to continue to paint us as evil, as dictators, as dictator sympathizers, and it has nothing to do with that. And it reminded me, ladies and gentlemen, of a movie that I once watched called The Patriot. And in this movie, The Patriot, Mel Gibson is called in to, um, to have a debate on whether we should actually go to war with England and become our own country or continue to be ruled by England. And there's something that he said in his speech that I'll never forget. You ready? Here we go. It's this. American nation and our rights are being threatened by a tyrant 3,000 miles away. Would you tell me, please, Mr. Howard, why should I trade one tyrant 3,000 miles away for 3,000 tyrants one mile away? (laughs) Boom, right there. Why would I trade one tyrant 3,000 miles away for 3,000 tyrants one mile away. That's the way I look at what's going on right now. We have tyrants. We have dictators. We have communists. We have liars, cheaters, corrupted scumbags like Joe Biden, like Nancy Pelosi, like the entire left-wing party from Barack Hussein Obama all the way down to that gutless turd Joe Biden in this country that is far more of a threat to you, to me, to our children, to our future, to our way of life than any dictator three or 4,000 miles away. Now, that's not to say that what he does doesn't affect us, because it does. It affects us financially. It affects our global security of our Americans around the world and our, and our military forces around the world, our bases around the world, our presence in regions. But we took the mantle of the world's police after uh, World War II. That is our job. That is our responsibility. Our responsibility is to police the world. So when we see mindless war happening or getting ready to start, the last thing that we should do is encourage them to do so by saying, we're not going to do anything to you if you do it. But if you do, we'll sanction you a little bit. That is why this is so dangerous. 
That is why we're blaming this on Biden and calling Biden weak and saying that this is Biden's fault because Biden did nothing to stop it. The Democrats are saying all the blame um, lies on Putin because he's the one doing it. But that's like saying that you're walking across the street and you see a thug beating on an old woman and robbing her and stealing her purse and you could have done something about it, but you did nothing but say, don't do that. Hey, guy, don't do that. Hey, don't hurt that old woman or else don't take that purse or else don't run away or else don't go too far or else you're guilty right then and there for not preventing it when you could have. There's no different. There's no difference. This is Biden's fault. You cannot expect Putin to be a good little boy. So you have to come at him from a position of strength. Now, Putin is just killing people left and right until he gets what he wants. But you want to know what I thought was funny? Check this out. This is Twitter. This is Twitter currently, right now. And guess who's on Twitter? The president of Russia. Look who tweeted six hours ago the president of Russia. Look who tweets every single day, multiple times a day. The president of Russia. Ladies and gentlemen, Vladimir Putin, who is literally killing people right now to get what he wants, is the definition of an oppressor and a dictator. He's still on Twitter. But your rightful president, Donald Trump, is not. Would you rather have one tyrant 3,000 miles away? Or would you rather have 3,000 tyrants one mile away? 1,000 or 3,000? Your choice. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, we got to get to the root of our problem. And the root of our problem is our own elected officials, our own corrupt media, our own corrupt big tech our southern border caused by those elected officials. Until we can fix our own country, what in the absolute hell are we doing trying to defend another country that's not a democracy, that is not a part of NATO, and that gives us very little resources as far as our economy as a whole? Because what's going to happen, what's going to happen is that China is going to now invade Taiwan. And when China invades Taiwan, then we're really going to feel it because our economy relies far too much on Taiwan and chips that are being made there, uh, stuff for vehicles that are being made there that we need and that we don't even get from the Ukraine. The Ukraine does nothing for our economy, literally nothing. Ukraine does more for Joe Biden's pocket than it does for the United States economy. Taiwan, on the other hand, that's a completely different story. A completely different story. And our failed leadership in Ukraine and Russia right now is going to show the rest of the world, hey, these guys are just wussies. Time to take over. Time to take over. We've got to get these people out of office. And I'm not just talking about the White House. I'm talking about every Senate seat, every congressional seat, every state Senate seat, every state uh, representative seat. Every city council, every school board, we need to weed them out. Every single one of us. Multiply 
our efforts, be those force multipliers, and kick it into high gear. Not only is 2022 the year of joy, but it's also the year of winning. And we cannot win unless we ramp up our efforts. Look what we did the last year. We can do even more than that. Are Jeremy's shirts true to size? I want to order, but I want to make sure first. If you order a woman's shirt, I would get a size bigger. If you order a, unipar- a unisex shirt, I would order the size that you need. Okay? I do watch X-22. I do. What, do, uh, what to do a- about this convince people to vote? True patriots? Well, it's just continuing to get the message out there, continuing to go to these rallies when you can, continue to go to school board meetings, continue to go to city council meetings, run for office is probably one of the biggest things you can do. Look, nobody wants to run for office. The last thing that I want to do right now is run for office. I literally have zero time for my family in this job as it is. I don't want to run for office. The last thing I want to do is run for any kind of elected office, but I am because the country needs people like us. Jeremy, please see that Ukraine is not innocent. No, they're not. They're not. I've said they are a country that is used to funnel money and to literally um, uh, funnel illegal money to very corrupt people all over the world. I've said it a thousand times, but it's not our business. Dave gets it right a lot. Watch last night episode. He talks about what Jeremy is saying now. Thank you. I appreciate that. Let's get back into the show. And let's continue to hammer this home, okay? Here we go. Folks, welcome back to Live from America. And I want to just reiterate one thing. And I said it during the commercial break, okay? Our economy does not rely on Ukraine for anything. The United States economy is not benefited by anything that Ukraine does. But the Taiwan economy and what they do for us is we rely on very much from chip manufacturing to vehicle manufacturing to a whole host of other things that we rely on very, very much. And China is going to take over Taiwan just like Russia is taking over Ukraine. And it'll happen before we can even say anything about it. We've already looked like punks on the world stage. Now, Russia has offered Ukraine surrender uh, terms of surrendering uh, already. So we'll see what happens. But I, but I would guess that by the end of the night tonight, Kiev will be completely taken over by Russian forces. I'd, I'd be willing to bet that. One thing we forgot to do before the first commercial break was offer the Dum Dum Award, and we do have a Dum Dum Award to give away. So let's go ahead and do that now. Cue that up, please. Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. We did it, Joe. The Dum Dum Award of the day today is actually going to go to Twitter because of the fact that Twitter still has a dictator on their platform. Dum Dum of the Word of the Day goes to Twitter. Let's move on, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, from one tyrant 3,000 miles away to a very unqualified loser tyrant wannabe who lives right here in the United States of America. That would be Eric I farted on TV, on live TV, Swalwell. Because Eric Swalwell just made one of the worst suggestions and one of the most racist pieces of advice that I have ever seen come from a Democrat who cries racism all the time. Eric, I farted on live TV, Swalwell has actually suggested that the United States 
starts kicking out all Russians who are here and belong to Rus- and belong to American universities. Now, what is he saying exactly? Before I continue to go on with the story, Eric Swalwell saying that we need to remove all Russian students from American universities right now. It's not very reminiscent of, I don't know, removing all uh, Japanese from society and putting them in internment camps. Why are you being so racist? Why are you being so judgmental, Eric Fartwell? Why are you being so prejudiced? How can you actually say that we need to remove all Russian citizens or all Russian students from United States universities, but ignore all of the Chinese in the United States universities who have been stealing United States tech, who have been stealing United States information, stealing patents, stealing all of our knowledge, and stealing everything they needed to do the, uh, uh, from all the research that we had done here to develop COVID-19, including the, fan, the girl fan fan, the Chinese spy that you had an affair with. How dare you, Eric Swalwell, be so prejudiced and judgmental to ask for the removal of all Russian students in United States universities while completely ignoring the real threat, like we always do, which is China, who has embedded themselves in our universities for so long and so deep into the roster that there's no saving it now. Absolutely unbelievable. And really, how racist of him. Eric Swalwell, Democrat from California, said on CNN, of course, of all places, last night that kicking Russian students out of the United States universities should be, quote, on the table in response to Russian President Vladimir Putin's launching an invasion into Ukraine. Quoting, again, frankly, I think closing their embassy in the United States, kicking out every Russian student out of the United States should very much be on the table. Vladimir Putin needs to know every day that he is in Ukraine. There are more severe options that could come, Swalwell said. Like what? I'd like to know. Please let us know. Please tell us what more severe things could happen at the hand of the United States political uh, elected corrupted official to to, to Vladimir Putin. He's not afraid of you. Don't cross that line or else you're nothing but a coward and an unqualified loser who slept with a Chinese spy and gave her secrets while you were on all of these committees that dealt with uh, national security. Are we living in a clown world right now, ladies and gentlemen? The loser congressman added that other retaliatory, retaliatory actions should be sanctioning Putin personally and, quote, completely removing Russians from SWIFT, an international banking system that, facilities, uh, that facilitates financial transactions between uh, banks globally. Shockingly, Eric Swalwell never suggested that the, uh, the same advice after the Chinese released COVID around the world. Now, we, uh, it's been reported, folks, that the knowledge and the research and development and the money used to develop COVID-19 and build China's bioweapon was paid in large part by the United States taxpayer and United States universities. So can we call a spade a spade for a minute? Can we actually continue to highlight the real enemy here, which is China? What is Russia going to do? Look, we're not getting in a nuclear war. That's not happening. We're not talking about World War III here between nations. We're talking about digital warfare 
not nuclear warfare, and we're talking about a massive, massive demise of the United States and our economy because of this digital information warfare and because of how weak we are. But yet we're going to focus on Russia and not China. Okay, whatever. Eric Swalwell, you are a racist. Eric Swalwell, you are a loser. And you are a very, very, very uh, unqualified person for your position. I can tell you that right now. Now let's move on from that loser and let's talk about something that's actually positive. Republican senators are demanding answers from the Biden regime on 23,000 Americans who've been stranded in Ukraine during all of this. Sound familiar? Sound familiar? Will they be left to fend for themselves? Will they be left to, to, to try to, to find safety? Will they be left to do whatever they can to get out of this country on their own like they did in Afghanistan? Another impeachable offense by Biden, folks. A recent report earlier this month by American Military News revealed that up to 9,000 Americans were left behind in Afghanistan along with the $80 billion of, of, of uh, military equipment. All right. Now, Republicans are demanding answers from Biden and his regime on what he will do to help the estimated 23,000 over double what was left in Afghanistan, over 23,000 Americans that are still stuck in war torn Ukraine, especially since the FAA has all has already stopped any flights going from uh, in and out of Ukraine. So how are we supposed to get our Americans out? How? Twenty three thousand. You left over there. 23,000 Americans you knew were in that country while you also knew that Putin was about to invade. That's the real crime here. That's the real big crime here. Letting another group of Americans, possibly all of them, 23,000, die because you were too weak to do anything to stop Putin from coming in. And I don't care. I don't care what news station is going to sit there and try to blame this on Trump or try to say that this would, still, this would still have happened if Trump was in office. That's nothing but a massive assumption. And let's go back to the actual fact and the reality of it. There were zero wars under President Trump. Ask yourself why. I don't care about all the other crap. Just ask yourself, were there any wars under President Trump? Did Russia or China do anything no. Did North Korea have the guts to do anything? No. Did Iran have the guts or the spine to do anything? No. And as a matter of fact, President Trump walked by himself across that border into North, Carolina, uh, into North Korea. That's guts. That's a leader. That's a president. That's somebody who knows that he's so powerful that he can walk over that border into North Korea, the first president to ever do it, like a boss. And now we're dealing with crybaby, poop-my-pants Biden, who couldn't scare anybody except for a little girl that he's sniffing constantly. Unbelievable, ladies and gentlemen. 23,000 Americans possibly stuck in Ukraine because of the poor, poor leadership of Joe Biden. So what do we have? We have the invasion of the southern border, impeachment. You wait, it's coming. You have the soldiers that were killed and the poor, very, very poor uh, pullout of Afghanistan, of Afghanistan, impeachment number two. You have the poor leadership that allowed the Ukrainians to be invaded and killed, impeachment number three. And now, ladies and gentlemen, every single person that's stuck in the Ukraine, every single American, their blood is now on your hands, Joe Biden, impeachment number four. 
We're coming for every single one of you. You want to steal elections? We're coming for every single one of you. And we will be right back with more Live from America right after this. Stay tuned. Ladies and gentlemen, there is a lot of reasons to impeach this president. And I get it. Impeachment doesn't equal removal. It doesn't equal removal as long as we have uniparty, rhino, and Democrats in the Senate. But it does mean impeachment, period. And then, hold on. Then you know what we're going to do after that? Since executive privilege doesn't matter anymore, we're going to go back and impeach Obama as well. And then we're going to bring him up on charges for Benghazi, for aiding and abetting the enemy by sending them billions of dollars of cash in in a cargo plane, by interfering into the elections of Israel and trying to undermine and go behind Benjamin Netanyahu to try to manage what happens in their elections. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You'll hear these Democrats constantly say, oh, look at the Obama administration. Not a blemish. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. I could sit here all day and tell you what Obama did illegally and unethically. All day long. Jeremy, I love you, but he's not going to have anything happen to him or them. Okay, I guess we'll see. It's that kind of attitude right there that won't allow anything to happen, just so you know. It's too many people with that kind of negative, pessimistic attitude, and I love you too, that will not allow something to happen. Things only happen when you make them happen. That's the way the world works. That's the way the world works. The greatest trick the devil ever played on the world is believing, making you believe that he doesn't exist. And the greatest trick that these dictator Democrats have played on the United States is that they're untouchable. They're not. They're not untouchable. And I will die to make that happen. I will go to the ends of the earth to make sure that that happens. And as long as everybody else does too, it will happen. You either do it or you don't. It's that simple. You either do it or you don't. Impeach him now. Lock them up later. You're not going to be able to do it all at once. I get it. But impeach them now. Lock them up later. Hey, agree to disagree, right? Let's go back to the show, and let's do an update on the trucker convoy, okay? Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America, folks. Um, we need to, we're going to have an update here on the American trucker convoy, but before we do... I just want to say something that we were talking about on the commercial break because I think it's important to have dialogue. I also think it's important to have disagreement and discussion. There's a good portion of the Republicans that don't believe that Joe Biden is a legitimate president that also believe that nothing will happen to him. And my advice to every one of you that believe that nothing is going to happen to him and that you regurgitate that day in and day out, put that negativity out in the world, is if that's what you think, and that's the kind of stuff you want to spread, then that's going to spread like cancer. And more and more people are going to say that same thing. You can only have one option in your mind when it comes to this kind of a war, and that is winning. And you cannot allow any kind of doubt or any kind of fear to get into your mind or else you're not going to achieve what you want to achieve. We need to stay focused. We need to stay positive. We need to put it out in the universe that it is going to happen. And we have to know that you can't beat God, and we have to know and believe that we are on the side of God, and God is on the side of us. That's the only way 
that you ever achieve anything is if you know it's going to happen and you believe it's going to happen. But for those who out there who continue to spread that negativity, and I get why, it's not because you're a bad person. It's because you've seen nothing happen. You've seen no, you've seen injustice every day, all day. But that doesn't mean that justice isn't coming. That doesn't mean that justice isn't coming. Please remember that, okay? As we move forward, please remember that. We can do anything. God created us in his image, and through Christ, all things are possible. It doesn't say through Christ, some things are possible. It doesn't say through Christ, this thing might be possible or that thing might be possible. It says through Christ, all things are possible. Let's move on. The American trucker update, folks. Trucks have now left, uh, have, have, have uh, departed Oregon, Florida, Arizona, California, and Pennsylvania. Okay, and the people's convoy nearly doubled in size in Arizona alone. The American truckers are gearing up for a massive protest in Washington, D.C. in opposition to the tyrannical COVID mandates. Again, every time I bring this up, I will say the same thing. I'll say the same thing every single time. I do not agree with them going to Washington, D.C. That's just to put my two cents in. And in America, we're allowed to do that. Similar to the truckers in Ottawa, the U.S. convoy plans to disrupt traffic in D.C. over the coming days slash weeks, beginning around the time of Biden's upcoming State of the Union address that is scheduled for March 1st. Thousands of protesters are are expected to arrive for the demonstration with several groups departing from across the country daily, one of which has already reached the nation's capital, and that's the one from Pennsylvania that didn't really gain much steam as far as size and numbers go, but that's okay. Now, yesterday, one of the largest groups that's making its way to Washington, the People's Convoy, nearly doubled in size for the second day in a row as it made its way across Arizona. After, After departing California... The, convo- the convoy is now well over 100 vehicles strong and growing every minute. Now, we're going to take a look at some of the video footage from this convoy and from the convoys around the country that are gathering together, that are heading to Washington, D.C., and I'll say first and foremost, every one of these people have been doing it in the name of, in the name of God. Every single one of these convoys have prayed, have sang songs of praise to God, and have literally given all the glory to God for what they were embarking on. That alone lets me know that this will be successful no matter which way you look at it. But let's go ahead and play a little bit of video footage from these convoys, starting with clip A. Here we go. Now, in three hours, the convoy nearly doubled in size while en route to Washington, D.C. In just three hours, folks. All right, so that's one. I'm just going to show you a series of clips that we got in yesterday. Now, what you're going to see now is an aerial view 
um, from Golden Valley, Arizona, as the group prepared to depart the second day. So this was yesterday, driving towards Washington, D.C. And the only reason I'm really showing you guys all these clips um, is because it's inspirational. And we want to keep up on what they're doing. And as soon as we get a Real America's Voice correspondent inside the trucker convoy, we'll be able to have updates, fresh updates, every single day. Here's another uh, overhead view of Golden Valley in Arizona. Now, this has no sound, so I'll just play a little bit of this. It's actually pretty massive, you guys. This was a pretty massive regrouping on day two. And apparently day three has even got more truck. I think, ladies and gentlemen, they're saying that like 10 to 20 trucks an hour are adding to the convoy, at least to this one convoy. So there's another aerial head view. This was before they actually left uh, the Golden Valley in Arizona there. So let's uh, bring up some more clips here. Here we go. Here's another one. Clip C. Now, you know something that I noticed about these trucker convoys, folks? Very, very few of them have, like, derogatory signs or derogatory flags. Very few of them. You know what I mean? Like the F. Joe Biden, stuff like that. You're not seeing that very often. What you're seeing is positive. You're seeing positive messages from all of these folks. And you're seeing God-driven messages from each and every one of these folks. Here's another clip. Uh, People's Convoy leaving Salem, Oregon, heading to D.C., Oh, that's not, that's, here we go. Oh, no, no, here's a better clip. This is Ben Berkwam yesterday down in CPAC catching a, uh, thumbing a ride, ladies and gentlemen, as he hops into the semi-truck for the Moms for America, heading to join the convoy in D.C., leaving CPAC. This is Ben yesterday. Gotta do that again. And they're too far, it's too slow. Take me with you! (laughs) Take me with you, he says, and then he jumped on the truck. Long story short, ladies and gentlemen, um, this is a good movement. This is a great movement. It's a movement of positivity. It's a movement with a message of God. It's a a movement with a message of unity, peace, uh, strength, and, uh, and it's also a message of demanding our freedoms back. I don't know where this is gonna go. I don't know how large this is going to get. I don't know what kind of, um, success this is going to have. I don't think anybody does. But I guarantee you that this will try to be hijacked by the left-wing media. This will try to be hijacked by dirty left-wing politicians, and they will demonize this the same way they demonized it in Canada. We know it's not true, but we have to be willing to back these people up, and we have to be willing to fight. Now, D.C. is already scrambling to meet them head-on, okay? They're already scrambling to meet them head on. But in the meantime, a lot of the reasons that the, the, uh, the truckers are going there is to stop the federal mask mandates and the vac, man- vac mandates and to really get rid of COVID restrictions altogether. Funny thing is, it's already happening. Blue states and blue cities have already rolled back all of their COVID restrictions. Even California is rolling theirs back. I have a feeling that by the time these trucker convoys hit D.C., you're going to see pretty much every COVID restriction removed Because they don't want the fight. Not only do they not want the fight, but there was always a threshold that they were willing to go. There was always a threshold of how many deaths they were willing to allow. How much fear porn they were willing to put out before they finally said, look, it's it's going to affect our economy so badly that we need to roll them back. And that's exactly what's happening. 
It's exactly what's happening. They're going to roll all these back, and they're going to say, we defeated COVID, we beat COVID. This is another win for Biden to get your mind off all of the failing and the losing from this Biden regime. Now, the CDC is expected today, folks, today, to update their mask guidance using new metrics to really just basically get rid of masks and get rid of social distancing unless it is in a high, inf- highly infected region. So I would assume that within, a, within the next 30 days, you won't even have to wear a mask on a plane anymore. Why are they doing this? Because they understand that our economy is about to take another massive hit from all of these wars that are happening overseas. And if they, they've already, we've already taken a massive hit because of COVID. If we take a big hit because of China invading Taiwan or because of Russia invading the Ukraine, then we're, our economy is going to go so far in the tank that it's going to give the Democrats no chance of doing anything or getting anything done, no matter how bad they cheat. So expect, fully expect the CDC to roll back all COVID restrictions as early as today and definitely By this weekend, folks, they're scared. They're running scared. They know that there's going to be rising fuel costs. They know there's going to be more inflation. They know there's going to be more uh, supply chain issues, and they want to try to look as good as possible for the American people. So they're going to roll back all COVID restrictions, and they're going to say, by the time the truckers get there, there's no reason for you to even be protesting. That is why I believe we should definitely be going to the southern border and protecting our southern border from invasion. Folks, we will be right back. This is our last commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. I know you hate them, so do I, but we got to take them. We'll be right back. So what do you guys think? Do you guys think I'm right on that? Do you think that the CDC and the entire federal government is going to say, we've rolled back all the COVID restrictions, why are you here? And then they're going to demonize them as terrorists? That's what I think is going to happen. Why else? Ladies and gentlemen, would California be talking about getting rid of theirs as early as the end of this month? Why would Biden and the CDC be rolling back all these COVID restrictions now? Because they don't want the same thing to happen in Canada to happen here. They don't want to be embarrassed on a world stage like they are here. Now, while I was ranting and raving, I did see a $500 donation come in and a $5 donation come in. Take time to fund the truth, says big picture is showing who's in the trenches and who's willing to lay their faith on the right side of history. Amen. And of course, take time to find the truth. I donated $500 saying, go, Jeremy. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. You don't have any idea how much I appreciate you folks, how much I pray for you folks, how much I feel like we are one big family. New York only stopped masks at schools, outdoor at schools. I have a feeling that'll change in the next two weeks as well. No, I don't think the truckers should be securing our border. Why would you put them? Hold on, hold on. I didn't see that. I think you said, why would you put them in that harm's way or something like that? Not sure what you said, but I, hey, you know what? I welcome all conversation. I do. I do. Like I said, I'm not the media. I'm not the mastermind behind this, and I'm probably not even smart enough to do it, but I can have an opinion on it. I can't have an opinion on it. Love that. Lay your faith on the right side of history. Bargain Queen says, I love that too. That should be, a, uh, it should be on a flag. Thank you for speaking up in the name of, of the giver. You're welcome. You're welcome. If it wasn't for the givers, we wouldn't be here. We would not be here. How do we donate to the truckers? Peoplesconvoy.org, I believe. Peoplesconvoy.org is the one where you can go to where it's safe. We are one big family. Yes, we are. You're going to laugh at this last uh, section here. So here we go. Let's just come back from it. 
Make sure we're all ready here. I think we are. We good? We ready? Yeah, okay. You're going to laugh. You guys are going to laugh at this. Hold on. I got to make sure that it's right because uh, it's pretty funny. There it is. All right. Let's come back from this commercial break. Here we go. All right, folks, welcome back. Thanks for sticking around here on Live from America. It's definitely an honor to do this job for you. Um, As you all know, we do have a new producer here on Live from America. Goes by the name of Eli. He's been doing a heck of a job here for the show. Um, Really filling in a lot that I couldn't do on my own. And I really appreciate him and how quickly he's learned everything. And I appreciate you guys for funding his salary in order to be here to make the show better, to, uh, to, to, to add production and value to the show. So Eli has been doing a lot of short clips for me, taking videos that we do, uh, shows that we do, and taking short clips out of them and posting them all over social media, Instagram, here, ever, wherever, right? So he did that with one of the clips that I talked about, Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger having their own Republican event in order to counter-program CPAC because they're never, hate, tr- never Trump haters, right? Well, Eli made this one, and I just thought it was too funny not to share with you in case you don't follow me on social media. So I would like to give a big shout-out again to my producer, Eli, for this. And ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) get ready to laugh and enjoy what he put together. Check this out. There are a group of rhinos and never-Trumpers that are not going to CPAC, that have not been invited to speak at CPAC, that are being excommunicated by the new Republican Party, so what are they going to do? Well, like any crybaby rhino or any crybaby swamp donkey, they're going to take their widow ball and go home. And that's exactly what rhino, yellow teletubby Liz Cheney and little action figure Adam Kinzinger are doing. They and other never Trump GOP good old boy Republicans, they've decided to have their own. I'm not kidding, ladies and gentlemen. They've decided to have their own event during CPAC, which will be taking place February 26th and 27th. (laughs) Come one, come all. We've got all tickets left because nobody's bought one. Cheney will speak to the summit remotely. Not even there. (laughs) Republican attorney Heath Mayo, the founder of Principles First for America, the the advocacy organization hosting the summit, confirmed the schedule to CBS and said that the event will, quote, certainly be counter-programming of CPAC. Ooh, I'm sure they're not worried. Calm down. <laughs> How'd you like that? With the uh, the Liz Cheney and the little action figure Adam Kinzinger coming in. What a great job. It's fun. We have a lot of fun here on Live from America. We try to laugh as much as we can. We try to have good spirits. We try to let God guide us. And it's just a great work environment. And I just want to always share our updates with you. You own the show. I don't. You own the rights to the show. I don't. You own the equipment in here. I don't. I'm just working for every one of you. And it's been an honor to do so. Folks, if you do find value in Live from America, please go to JeremyHarrell.com. Sign up to become a one-time or monthly donor because we rely on nobody but donors to fund this show to keep it going, and we always need help. There's great uh, apparel on there as well. If you guys want to buy something, there's great stuff there. You can get discounts. You can get deals. Also, any discounts that you get on on MyPillow or uh, PatriotFoods.com, use the promo code LFA, and it helps everybody out. Folks, there's right ways and there's wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. 
So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Have a great weekend with your families. God bless you, and I will see you Monday morning, 11 o'clock, for more Live from America. Have a great weekend. See you later.